Welcome to a new episode of Sports Seed. Let's aim sports. Today we have with us Vivek Singh, Joint Managing Director of ProCam International. ProCam International, founded in 1988 by two brothers, Anil Singh and Vivek Singh. ProCam International is committed to elevate and enlive the professional face of sports and players with an open, transparent culture founded on an unshakable core of integrity. ProCam International is a true pioneer when it comes to sports management. They are India's leading sports promoter since its inception in 1988 it has been the driving force behind the growth and development of sports management in india envisioned by the founder anil and vivek singh procam is involved in the holistic sports management sports consultancy and live television production so please welcome the promoter of mumbai marathon delhi marathon bangalore marathon kolkata marathon the man who crafted india's marathon culture and made india run co-founder of procam international vivek singh Hi Vivek, it is great to have you here. It's my pleasure to host you, uh, and uh, for the for the reason that is I have stated earlier as well as the probably you and Anil are the guys I met first uh, nine years back before I started my career in sports and got that management dose from both of you, and I think that is the true MBA that I did. Uh, sitting in that Marine Drive office, and uh, that's why today it's, it's a different pleasure for me to host you here. Uh, thank you for taking my taking the invitation. Uh, Sid, thank you so much. It's so good to be back in touch with you. And after our brief talk, it's fantastic how you followed your heart. You truly followed your heart, and absolutely kudos to you. Pleasure to be here, Sid. Thank you for having me. Thank you, and thank you for those guiding words. And I'm I'm, I'm I hope uh, out of this chat today, the the people who want to make careers in sports and want to follow their heart uh, will get lot of insights about. Uh, from the guy who has made it happen for india where nobody had even thought of sports management as a thing so uh, for our viewers and listeners uh, we have uh, vivek singh uh, joint managing director of procam international uh, everybody knows procam international who has taught india how to run uh, the founder and promoter of uh, mumbai marathon and then the many many marathon that happened but nobody knows the back story about it all started in 1988 uh, between the two brothers came together and thought of something called sports management for india so uh, vivek uh, first thing just wanted to get how did you actually think of procam and sports management and how did actually the whole running thing start and why running all good questions so 1988 my brother anil actually you know said that we need sports to be dealt with and approached in a more professional manner you know it's very interesting but sports was actually being done in a funny way by amateurs at that time even sponsorships if you go to see was being done in a way that if the chairman of a company liked a particular sport then that sport got sponsorship now even if it was a company that mass produced soaps but the chairman liked golf in golf at that time which was a pretty elitist sport got sponsorship so we decided that we would want to do two three things at the base fundamental level one is bring in a professionalism into the area bring in an eye for detail educate the corporate that a part of your advertising rupee should be given to sport and to sponsorship and the return on investment from that rupee will go much further than your others 
And also we wanted to very much ameliorate or improve the condition of sportsmen. You know, it's a funny thing in life. We say good old days, good old days. But in India, the good old days for sport never existed. The good days are today. Sports people, sports promoters had to struggle beyond what you can imagine in the past. There are no, there were no good old days of sport. Good old, the days for sport in India are now and in the last few years. So it was a big struggle. Sportsmen were not given their due recognition. Sportsmen were not given their due in many ways. I remember when we started tennis, 1989, we did the first standard chartered summer classic. And we did simple things, you know, but we did them right. We put up our tennis, uh, our, our tennis participants at a five-star hotel, the hotel president in Mumbai. We put up a draw a day before. We gave them transportation from the from the hotel to their venue. These simple things we did, and you can't imagine the outpouring of joy and love. So many ways it started with the thirst and the drive to actually ameliorate the condition of sportsmen, to ameliorate the standard of sporting events in India, and to make a difference to the sporting landscape. And 33 years later, we're in our 34th year, 34 years later, that founding spirit, which Anil and me had, is still intact. We keep pursuing dream. We keep challenging the status quo. We keep pushing the envelope. And I think that's what's been a magical journey. You know, if, if you, if, when we come to the running segment, you'll tell me, even the, it was something incomprehensible. So it's all about those pushing boundaries, going to uncomfortable areas and places, speaking the inconvenient truth, but actually making a difference to the sporting landscape of the country. I, it, it sounds so amazing. As you said, the, the, there's no good old days and it's, the days are right now. And uh, that's why I never get a chance. I speak to people that very few people can say that they got to work in the sunrise industry. And I think we are the lucky one to be part of the sunrise industry yes. and grow with it. Uh, but it sound, all the, this management jargon sounds so true right now. But 34 years back when you actually started, Yes. I'm sure the people around you have are calling you crazy that, okay, what is sports management and how are you going to get money from those people? So I think that belief system, uh, I think started giving you results uh, in, 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 the, in the whole journey. Uh, yes. So I just said you started with uh, the tennis tournament and I read about uh, that. Uh, but, uh, but the whole, whole revolution about ProCam was uh, happened with uh, marathons. And uh, that became the 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 identity uh, beyond beyond a uh, lot of other sports and other things that you're doing. So what got you? Because '83 is when actually the first ever marathon in India happened, right? The Pune Marathon was the uh, that happened in 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 India, and then it took a lot of time before you actually gave the professionalism towards running. Uh, so what got you to that, and what made you think that you can make India run? You know, before I even come to that, say just to close the introduction, when you said, you know, you brought in the fact that sports management was not a science, was not a vertical. I just endorse that by saying that when my, when we dreamt of this, when Anil dreamt of this, and and we were together, and uh, uh, you know, I remember a conversation, a kind of a light conversation which he had with his father-in-law. And uh, he was telling his, you know, his father-in-law about this dream of putting up a 
sports management company, building world-class sporting events from India. So his father-in-law, you know, a wonderful man, comes from the uh, you know old uh, school of manufacturing. Heard him out and said, "Beta, ये तो बहुत अच्छा करने जा रहे हैं. आप ये तो करने जा रहे हो जो बहुत ही अच्छी चीज़ है. इतना ये कि साथ में थोड़ा सा काम भी कर लेना." You know, so worried that this crazy guy has got these ideas. These two brothers are going to go into uncharted water. I don't know whether there'll be food on the tables for my daughter. <laughs> so yeah, so that was the kind of spirit and and times that we that we came through. And then around the year two thousand, Sid, we had this dream that look at what's happening in London. Look at what's happening in New York, Berlin. Look at what's happening in Boston. Is 125 years old. Said, why can't something happen in India, in Mumbai to start with, for example, where people come together irrespective of class, creed, gender, caste, or social economic category. Now, listen, it does happen. It's not that we invented that wheel. It happened for, for example, the Ganesh festival. Yeah. It happens for many things. It happens for political rallies, social, religious, but it doesn't really happen for a sporting platform where people of all kinds come together. And thus, the idea and the spirit of the Mumbai Marathon was born. That can we bring this energy that we probably that we do see in a religious or a social festival into a sporting celebration? And. Um, We started in 2000, and people weren't willing to buy our dream. It wasn't easy, and everything. Every time we hear stories like India doesn't run, what are you two guys doing? You guys are smoking something. We said, no, we're not smoking something. If India doesn't run, India should start running. It has many benefits. We used to actually write this line in our proposals. I remember, running is the panacea for society's evils. And people must have laughed at us. What do you mean by running is the panacea for society's evils? But we believed in that, and it took us a long time to actually find somebody. And we found a multinational company that could finally endorse our dream. And uh, we were so excited, and we found that company. And then, when we were coming to the closing stages of the negotiation, the company said, "Listen, we love what you guys do. We believe in what you guys do. But, however, we want to start it at a particular level, maybe at a city level. Then we'll take it in a couple of years to a national level, and then we'll take it in a couple of years to an international level. But completely with you." And Sid, there's Anil and me looking at each other, and we're saying, "Man." This was a blue chip sponsor, uh, and you know you did not want to let. It, but this is not how we envisaged it. We did not envisage it at the city level, then at the national level, then at the international level. We said we want world level from year one, and the company said, "Listen, it doesn't work like that. We'll hold your hand." But we said, "No, you don't understand. If this dream is not given the legs that." We want it to be given. People will not change their lifestyle. It will not create a wow effect. If it doesn't create a wow factor, it's not going to break any paradigms. And we let that company go. Wow. Till we found Standard Chartered Bank, and thus the first Standard Chartered Mumbai Marathon was born. 
and to re-emphasize that we were world class, the first two years, the name was Standard Chartered Mumbai International Marathon, just so that people would know we're <laughs> not doing something local. Yeah, no, it's 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 amazing. The and uh, I got I got to run there about four times uh, when I was running a lot. Then I moved more focused to other sports. But yeah, I still I still run, but not at the marathon level. But I did those things, and it was wonderful. The atmosphere, the environment. I've done a lot of marathons across the world, but uh, firstly, it was a pride to run in Mumbai Marathon, International Marathon, and then the the whole environment at uh, the last stretch around the Marine Drive. Start on the on the on the ceiling. I think those were the uh, amazing parts that uh, we got to experience. But what? Uh, so again, come back to the same point. What was the strategy when, and what belief that you had when you thought that India can run? So Sid, actually, when we started this marathon, we never believed it would be an event. From day one, we treated it like a movement. So we put five seeds into the ground. The first seed was the event or this movement should bring pride and prestige to the host city, whichever host city, if it's Mumbai, Mumbai. There should be communal harmony at its heart. There should be health and fitness at its core. There should be charity all around and it should be a boon to Indian athletics. We sowed these five seeds into the ground seed. When there was nothing on the ground that we could see, we just sowed the seeds and we said, no, these are the seeds that are going to be sown into our property. And we did the event from day one as a movement. What that means is that, you know, we're, we're taught typically to cut your coat according to your cloth. That's how you should do business. And we did not cut our coat according to our cloth because we were not there for the business. We were there to create a movement. So we lost money year one, year two, year three, year four, year five. We lost money because we kept wanting to bring things in, do things. And it's only after that when the sponsorships completely changed, when they realized what we were doing, did the marathon then break even and et cetera. Et cetera. So what I'm trying to say is we never treated this as an event with a specified PNL and a specified budget, and that's it. We go this far, no further. We never did that. And that's how this movement was born. Today, those five seeds are mighty oak trees. Charity, the biggest sporting charity platform in India are the pro-camp marathon events of Bombay, Delhi, Bangalore, and Calcutta. It's, it's so great uh, to know, and uh, believe me, one of the, one of the reasons that got me thinking was uh, I was running and I saw a uh, major DP Singh. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Blade runner. The, and he has blade runner. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was running next to me and I said, what am I complaining for? Uh, it changed my perspective about looking at thing. And I think the, the seeds that you're talking about, I think uh, charity and inclusiveness is something very, very fundamental to program inter international marathons. So, uh, was that the, a very conscious, mindful thought uh, as a foundation of the whole uh, moment? You know, no question about it. It was, but even we had our limitations. I'll give you an example. Uh, 20 years ago, we did not envisage the you know uh, people with disability or what we call people with different abilities participating. We said, man, there are enough challenges trying to make people run on the roads of Mumbai. Enough. 
we don't want to deal with this. And I get a call after the first event, a few months after the first, and I get a call from the then sports minister of India. She's Sunil Dat Sahib. And Sunil Dat Sahib says, and, they, and the, the, the MOS, the, his private secretary online says, Mr. Vivek Singh, I said, yes. He says, uh, Sri Sunil Dat Sahib would like to speak to you. We all knew who he was. I take the phone. I said, Dat Sahib, such a pleasure. He says, you are what, a, what a wonderful thing you've done. You brought the spirit. This, that I was so happy. I was over the moon. I said, he says, but I didn't see any people in wheelchairs or people with disability. So I said, that's up now. This is a marathon event. I've got to deal with the streets and the roads of Mumbai and the, and the, the very, where am I going to? He says, no, no, no. Everybody must participate. That's how this is built. Wow. And I tell you, we went back to the drawing board and we actually incorporated the wheelchair category, which we now call champions with disability into the marathon. And he came and flagged off the first event, which had the CWD. Today, it is so truly inclusive, it's not even funny. I'm getting pressure and I'm not pressure, not the right, I need some pushback. But have a transgender category, have a LGBTQ. Now there are so many alphabets attached that I don't even know, I have an LGBTQ category. So I'm saying, yeah, okay, we'll deal with that. So yes, the whole spirit is the spirit of people. And this is a platform, a sporting platform that captures the human race. It's not just a race, but it's a sporting platform that captures the human race and showcases the spirit that we all have. Wow. And it, that, while you speak, it's like the... Uh... It, it shows that I think the foundation was so much there because the heart was the right place to make that moment happen. It is, uh, it, it, it is as, as honestly speaking, it is as important moment as so fighting for independence because you taught India uh, or to start in Mumbai about how do you actually take care of your health, take your health seriously, your health is well, don't take it for granted. And we saw Anirambani running, we saw all the Gulpanag and the Milin Soman and all those people came together it was, I think the glamour got mixed, but with the right intent. I think that itself made a complete different indigenous experience while running as people running in the costumes of wearing uh, yes. Bangla, like those typical yes. Sazaji costumes and running on the streets. Or I think it, it, it just gave a different yes. feel. I think that became the complete thing. What... Okay, so when you made in uh, India run starting with Mumbai, uh, how much time actually from the uh, now this is question from the management perspective, how much time actually you took to fix this model before moving to other cities and saying that okay now you two can run. So uh, it took us it took us a fair amount of time, Sid, and I remember the first year's gestation period was about nine months. Because we launched it in April 2003 and we delivered the first event in February 2004. So it was almost nine months, the first, um, you know, nine, ten months, the first event's gestation period. We finished two editions of Mumbai and then went to Delhi. So after the second edition of Mumbai, we had, you know, a semblance of systems in place and everything. And then we actually went to Delhi and opened Delhi up in 2005. We opened Bangalore in 2008. Calcutta in 2014, etc. Yeah. So yeah, it took us a fair amount of time, you know, even today, because the scale of the event is so large, we have something like, I think, uh, over a, 
over about 1,500 to 2,000 people who work on, about 2,000 people that work directly on the event. And um, so all that took its time, but yeah, then Delhi opened up and it became another big story there. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's 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 good. Uh, it's it's a great platform, as I said. It made people run, and now the marathon has gone to the triathlon. The people are in India yes. running uh, Ironmans now. I oh think yes, that oh, is yes. that is something. And finally, we had one in Goa two years back. Yes, we uh, had seventy points in Goa. Yeah, yeah. Half. So it was so good to see that. Uh, so, uh, so Vivek, I had the one question when, as you said, the uh, the stand chart believed in you for so many, and now Tata yes. uh, Tata yes. is uh, associated, and Tata uh, TCS, Vipro, Infosys, all of them are big with uh, San Francisco, London, uh, New York, Boston, yes. everywhere. Yes. So, what may what is the thing that these people look into when they uh, invest into a, a mass property? Um. You know, it's very interesting, and I'll go back to Standard Chartered Bank for a minute. Standard Chartered Bank actually changed their glow. At one time, they were the largest sponsors of marathon in the world. They had something like nine races under their belt. And they actually changed their global philosophy based on their sponsorship of marathons. They had many campaigns, but the longest campaign they had is during those years when they were sponsoring nine marathons, the campaign of Standard Chartered Bank globally was here for good. And that kind of, you know, encapsulated everything that the sponsor wants to convey through a marathon. He really wants to convey that I'm here for good. Now look at Tata's. They've been such wonderful sponsors. They came on board in 2018. So they've done 18, 19, 20, and then we could not do the 21 edition. They've been such one, they come in with the right spirit, the right ethos. They're saying, we are from India. We have our headquarters in Mumbai. We are going to be a part of something that drives the city's fabric for different, different, you know, I remember John Abraham at one time, many years, our event ambassador, face of the event. Yeah. He actually said when he came to the first time and he was on that uh, stage and people were passing, he says, I know that it takes a whole city to work together to deliver a marathon, which is so true. We can't do this. The city owns the event. We can't do this in isolation. How the government of Maharashtra, the Mumbai police, the municipal corporation, all of the forces come together. He says, I wish what I see on one day of the year could happen on 365 days of the year. Yeah. If people come together like this, the city works together like this. And that's the beauty of a mass participation event. It showcases the best of humanity. It showcases the best of the administration. It showcases the best of what we can be. Yeah, and uh, this that and that is so true. I, it's, uh, it's just one thing I want to talk about. I think that's the only platform where one of the richest man in India to the most good-looking person in India to a, a differently able person and somebody who is out of from the street from living in the the humble background. I think everybody gets one single platform to be at one single stage. Absolutely. You know, when you're towing, there's a, there's a saying, when you tow that start line of a marathon, you know, all your die, all your differences disappear. Yes. And you've got that one goal is that this is my time. This is the practice I've been doing. And I want to finish, reach that finish. I want to see that finish line. And that is so beautiful because all your differences just kind of disappear totally 
And uh, the marathon doesn't recognize your caste, your creed, your color, your religion. It just recognizes. And, and you know what, what actually inspires us every year? There are many sporting events, right? There will be one winner, two winners, three winners. In mass participation races and races like the marathon, we have thousands of winners. As long as you have completed your distance in the time that you have set for yourself, you've got a gold medal in your heart. You don't care if the Kenyan or Ethiopian, you know, is being felicitated on the podium. And I, and that's what actually drove Anil and me when we were on the start line of the 2003 London Marathon, where we drew our inspiration from. We saw the elderly, we saw grandmothers, mothers, fathers, lawyers, doctors, and we saw this look in their eyes, which said that for the next few hours, I am not your mother, father, grandfather. I'm not your doctor. I'm not your lawyer. I am an athlete. And you see that look in their eyes. We have seen that look, so we know it. We've seen it in all professional sports. We've been in professional sports for 34 years. But we've not seen it in amateur sports. But you'll see it at the start line of a marathon. And it's such a precious look. It just says for the next few hours, I don't care what my relationship with you is. I am an athlete. And if I finish this race in the targeted time, I have won the gold medal. Yes. And that's why we give a medal to every person that finishes. Yeah. They, are, they are no losers. Uh, yeah, in, in, yeah. In you're you're losers. winning something. They're winners. Yes. It's excellent. So, so uh, Vivek, while there's so much to talk about the whole, the, the marathons or running event, but ProCam also being a sports management company has uh, various interesting events like uh, speed boats and uh, other things. So what keeps you going with looking after these different, different things uh, and which are unusual? You just look around you, 7,000 kilometers of a coastline and so little happening on its side. 7,000 kilometers, they can be entertainment, they can be sports, they can be cultural activities, nothing is happening. So we are saying through the power of sport, can we bring the attention to our coastlines? Can we create that symbiotic bond that exists between a human being and the sea? Can we enrich that in some way? That's how the P1 World Championships was born. We held it in 2017 in Mumbai. It's a great dream. It's a big event. And I'm sure it'll come back. At that time, I don't know whether you remember, sir, I know where you were exactly at that time, but we had 12 of the best navigators, 12 of the best pilots, and we had 12, uh, six teams. We had 12 of the best boats come to compete in, in Mumbai. Yes. And we put up this course, which is marked by red and yellow buoys across the entire uh, Marine Drive Bay area creating the largest on-water course in the world. There's a Guinness Book of World Records in that name. 5.6 kilometers of course on the water. And we had these 12 boats compete. It was simply amazing. People couldn't believe these are images coming out of the Marine Drive Bay in Mumbai. Yeah. So it's, you know, you just look around you, you see the opportunity and you say, man, maybe the power of sport can make a difference. Yes. And uh, I think that's where I'm going to pick uh, my next question to you about uh, the power of sports that can make a difference. What is uh, you and uh, Anil, when you started and where you are today, it's like, what's your vision towards uh, being India's sporting nation? So, you know, we had 
many vision. We are 34 year old company, so had many vision and mission statements. But now slowly we are bringing that down to a more to a more platform that is us, and we are changing the vision and mission of ProCap. So we had this whole thing about being international, being world class, creating world class sporting properties, creating world class opportunities for sponsors and brands to associate with. All fantastic, but we are now distilling that to a very simple and humane vision statement. And that is to make people happy through an engaged and active lifestyle. Whatever drives you, Sid, if it's trekking in the Himalayas, that drives you great. If it's river rafting, that drives you great. If it's cycling, that drives you great. If it's ultra marathon, that drives you great. If it's walking, that drives you great. How, ProCam, how do, how do we make people happy through an engaged and active lifestyle? So we are, we are now kind of pivoting the company's mission and vision towards this and seeing how we can be a platform for people to be happy doing what they want to do as long as they stay active and they stay engaged. Excellent. And will, so will that convert uh, very much into India being a sporting nation? We always hide behind the fact that we are not a sporting nation, but I think it's you too know, much that we're hiding. Absolutely true. It's changing. I know in one 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 big paradigm called running, there are 700 people that, new, new people that race, that lace up and run every day. 700 newcomers to distance running every day. Somewhere a walker is lacing up and saying, I'm running. Somewhere a housewife is lacing up and saying, I'm running. Somewhere a parent is lacing up and saying, enough of my responsibilities, I'm running every day for, for me. So what are we doing here? We're empowering people. We see that, we saw that in Delhi. The first year, the first couple of years, women didn't run. It was, it was, it was crazy. We were going crazy. And we got the help of so many Gul Panag and so many others. We said, you guys have to come and run your people. The women don't run in Delhi. And today, forget run. They just taken over the capital, man. Yeah. What have we done? We've empowered them. It, you it should probably. see how women have taken to running. Housewives, teachers, all kinds of people. So that's where we are now focusing more of our energy and attention, and that's where we want to be. Excellent. And uh, so Vivek, just I know it's a, a time time bound thing. You have other commitment, but just a couple of questions uh, before we uh, for us to close. As a uh, as a pioneer in sports management, and uh, when I say pioneer, obviously there's uh, I can say this is this you are the pioneer because nobody talk about sports management then. As a, as a pioneer uh, and who actually made India run, who made India believe that sport for recreation is something that you can look after, which is going to help you with your health. Uh, what kind of legacy that you want to uh, leave behind? There are a lot of years to go, but still, when, when that happens, what is the legacy that you want to leave behind? I want to, you know, what ProCam has actually worked towards is a legacy in sport. So health and fitness are a byproduct of sport. What is happening today sometimes I feel is that parents do not understand the difference between sport and fitness. Where am I coming from? I'll just touch upon something which is maybe a little sensitive, but if your child says, I'm going to the gym, hey, I'm going to the gym three times a week. Fabulous, God, encourage him, but that's not sport. Yeah. You must encourage your child that the gym routine should be a part of some reason to play sport 
And sport could be a running with a group of friends, what we call our regular run groups. Sport could be any sport from football, hockey, tennis, volleyball, badminton, whatever, rugby, whatever you like. But encourage your child to take up a sport along with fitness. Sport teaches you how to fail. You will fail repeatedly because somebody will beat you. Someday you will win. Many days you will not win. Sport teaches you how to fail. Make sure your child learns how to fail. Sport teaches you how to collaborate. Make sure your child learns how to collaborate. Sport teaches you how to be, shows you that there's more to life than just, you know, what my personal victory and my agenda and what I want. So, you know, the chairman of Tata Sons, Mr. Chandrasekhar, said this so beautifully some time back. He says, you know, he's a marathon runner. And he says, you know, there are many times I go with a complex situation in my mind for my long runs. And he said, candidly, he said, if it's not worked out in my head by the time I finish my long run, there's very little chance I have to work it out in my head for the rest of the day. Yeah. So we're inspired by these people. And we would like this culture, it's changing, you know, it's changing in front of our eyes, thanks to various, various uh, benefactors. There are so many benefactors of sport today. I mean, hats off to them. But we want this culture that a child must play sport and the fitness regimen the child follows, whether it's going down and exercising, whether it's the gym or it's some classes, is a complement to the sport the child plays. And it doesn't matter how good or how bad he or she is. It just matters that they play. But play as a part of a team or a group or a club or a society, they play. Wow. And I think that is the, that is a, is the perfect message that you can actually, anybody can take it forward. If, if towards the better life, I think go out and play. I think go out and play, become part of a team, become part of a club, however small or big that is, and learn the values that sport teaches you. Learn to fail, learn to succeed, learn to be gracious in triumph, learn to be resilient in failure. What is failure? There is nothing like failure in life as long as you're willing to get up again. Yes. I have failed a thousand times, but I never considered one of them failures because. Anil and me were always ready to get up the next day. And as long as you can get up the next day, you have not failed. Nobody can fail. Nobody can fail you. You can lose all the money you want. You can lose all the pride and prestige. You cannot fail as long as you're willing to get up and get dressed and take on the world the next day. I think uh, no more... Uh... I think encouraging word or a perfect statement that we can get uh, to probably end today's chat. Uh, it's it's wonderful to hear about the whole journey, the passion, uh, the dedication, the craziness. I think I, uh, the bottom line is the craziness to make it happen. I think uh, Vivek, it is it is contagious, and uh, believe me, this is this as I said, this episode is a refreshment of my own masterclass that I had with you and Anil uh, eight to nine years back. Uh, Thank you for your time. It was wonderful hosting you and uh, I wish you all the best for so many things coming and making impact towards uh, the whole Indian ecosystem, sporting ecosystem and making India run. Thank you, Sid. It's good to see you again. And, you know, it's good to see you followed your heart. Your smile gives it away that you really followed your heart. Stay well, stay blessed. Big God bless. Thank you. Take care. Stay safe. Mm -hmm.
thank you for watching thank you for liking and thank you for sharing but please do subscribe to our channel sports c says and help us spread the word about sports c we go with the same handle sports c says across all the social media platforms and podcasts Thank mm-hmm. you.